My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. I'm Sky. And today we have such a treat for you because this begins the 2019 retrospective of things that we watched and things that we thought while we watched them. Uh, and so today for the retrospective, we're going to talk about dramas that we watched this year that we thought were going to be not great, but turned out to be pretty good or maybe even amazing. So we'll just, we'll just see what we go up with. Mm. Uh, so this is sort of like we're going to go and talk about like, oh, did we see a preview that looked kind of funky and somehow it turned into a great show or what? So that's what we're going to do. And then we're also going to have a little fun, good time. <laughs> where we try to fix the drama industry once again. We're back at it. We're Always back trying at to help. It. We're just we just want to be helpful to yeah. the drama industry. Uh, so we're starting a new segment that I have just now dubbed as we uh, were chatting about it. Uh, trope rehab. We're gonna rehab some tropes. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, but first, let's talk about dramas this year we watched quite a few and you know this was our first year on the podcast so we watched quite a few for the podcast um but we also you know uh have no lives so we watched you know <laughs> i i might be just speaking for myself here but uh we watched quite we collectively watched quite a bit uh from a variety of countries um some were better than others uh so let us talk about dramas that we watched Thinking they were going to be meh, but actually were meh, if you know what I mean. <laughs> All right, who wants who wants to go first? <laughs> I don't know. When Sky first brought up the idea, the first drama that popped into my head was um, The King's Avatar, which mm-hmm. I didn't go in thinking it was going to be bad. I just thought it was going to be okay. Like, you yeah. know, my sort of expectation to enjoyment ratio was much higher than I thought it was going to be. Like it was ultimately, it was one of my top dramas this year. I really, really enjoyed it. And I just, I just enjoyed it. Somebody on my timelines watching it now. And she's like, it's just, it's comfortable. It's just a comfortable drama. Like everything is okay about it. Like even when the, like when the bad things happen, they're not anxiety-inducing bad things. You know it's going to turn out fine in the end. And it's it's just fun to watch. It's visually super pretty. Mm. And, uh, yeah, like I didn't think I would like the video game stuff as much as I did. And I just really, really, really enjoyed it. And I, I sort of went into it thinking it would be average, you know, at best. It would just kind of be a, a good time waster kind of thing but and that's the sort of vibe that we're going for here like yeah yeah. well I have three (laughs) (laughs) I know and and you can add more later okay I'll do I'll do one to begin with they're all from different countries too okay okay I'll start with China we'll just keep going uh go go squid 
I started watching it because I was sick, which is how like a lot of these stories with me start. <laughs> um, I started watching it because I was sick and I was like, eh, like, okay, it'll probably just be, you know, something that I can just put on for noise while I just lie here and wait for death. Um, but then I became so like invested in this stupid show. Like I can't even say that the show is good, but like it sucks you in. Like from what is basically the thinnest of premises. <laughs> like it is though. It's, it's, it's super such thin. a thin. It's it's like a piece of cellophane for a premise. Here's here's the premise of Go Go Squid. Okay, there's a girl who falls in love. With a guy who used to be a professional hacker and now runs a professional hacking team. That's the whole plot. It doesn't actually, like, add much to that. There's no, there's no, like, further plot of it. Well, there's, like, miniature plots, but they're not actually, they're not that important. Like, they do, they do explore his, like, past gaming team and stuff a little bit more than we're getting them. But they well, never like, have, like, a big bad guy that they have to, like, hack the bank system no, and, like, no, you know, save the planet because they're, of their hacking skills. There's nothing like, like that. He gets over some of his weird grudges against his old friends. Yeah, like and, that's, and it's like, but what I love about it is, like, every time you meet someone that's like, oh, we have to defeat them. They defeat them, and then they're like, then they recruit them to their team. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh, but we're still friends. It's okay. And then every other episode, they're just going on about how they're only in this to bring glory to China. Glory to China. We gotta hack the best to show them that China I mean, can do it. And I'm like, currently... Okay. I'm currently watching a Chinese military themed show and it is not near as heavy handed about the Patriots. Like I was like, okay, censorship went a bit much on this one. Okay. Like we get it. You want to win for the glory of China. It also had probably the funniest line that, so every once in a while they'll like, so, you know, for us who have watched dramas for a while, they'll be like, they'll go and they'll be a, like an English character, right? Who has lines in English. But the lines that are in English were obviously written by someone whose English is not their first language. Even though it would be really easy to find someone to like workshop it to make sure the English sounds right, they don't. So there's this one scene, and my husband was watching it with me, and I have. I swear to God, I have never seen a man laugh so hard as he did with this. So there, the scene, the the scene is they're in Norway, um, at a hacking competition, and the the announcer uh, gets up and he says, "Now we're in beautiful downtown Norway." <laughs> like, <"Yeah." laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I didn't even catch that line. That's funny. <laughs> of a city in Norway. Nothing. Just downtown Norway. Like, yeah, just right straight downtown Norway, Norway. You know it. And then just, like, and, and, like, and yet you loved it. I know. And, and like, the, the relationship was kind of inappropriate, like, when you think about it. Like, <laughs> like he was, like, what? I know that I, like, okay. My parents had 30 years between them, so I can't, like, get too much up on edge. But, like, 
She was like 18 and he was like 30. Now, the distance. Was he though? Was he though? Yeah, I think was he was. more like 25? Maybe like 28, 29, 30, like around then. I don't. And I like. Think he was still in his 20s at least. Yeah, like he was like at least 10 years older than her. And it's like, okay, like a 25 year old and a 35 year old. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But like the distance between an 18 year old and a 28 year old is a real big distance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, but he was. I don't think she was 18. Now thinking about it, she was like in her master's degree. Yeah, but she started school early. They went into that. I forgot she was super smart. So anyway, like, I don't remember. So, so like, <laughs> you know, but the thing is, you really liked it. That's the I, point. I really liked it, but she was also like the the aggressive one. Sexual. I'm not gonna say sexually. They don't really do anything in the show. It's very innocent. But like. He was always like, no, 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 girl, no, I can, no, get off of me, no. <laughs> like, okay, gentlemen. But yeah, no, that one was, it was tight. It was tight. Uh, and the episodes aren't long, so it really is not, it seems like a bigger time commitment than it is. Mm-hmm. It was, it was very, very, very cute. Yes. So if you like cute stuff, but don't really want to be challenged. <laughs> <laughs> just a light easy drama do, do, don't think do not about think it hard. if you think hard it will be a problem it's, it's basically the cotton candy of dramas and I was like not expecting and I was like deep into it like I was in the point where like it was on Viki and it would only it was like it would be like 60% subbed like the new episode and I was like mm, it's it was Chinese yeah. they were quick yeah. it was like every day we would get a new episode and stuff yeah. and I was like ooh it's 60% oh, yeah. Then, like, enough subbed for me to watch. <laughs> yeah, if you're waiting on edge for Chinese <laughs> subs, you know you're into the show. Like, yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, like, I'd be, like, checking back, like, every hour, like. <laughs> and then we'd be like, oh, oh, it's 90. Go, 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 go. <laughs> we can go, we can go. And, yeah, because Sky and I were watching it at the same time, so I think we were equally as invested. Yeah, I can't. I really can't explain why I was so emotionally invested into that show. I really don't know. Like, Especially since the main guy character was rather... He was, the sun- he, he was Sundere to the extreme. Yeah. He never he never really got, I guess, at the very end. But anyway. Yeah, neither of them had much of like... They, they should not have been as charming as they were, and yet they were charming. No, I, I know. don't know why. I know. Mm confusing whereas most dramas most dramas it's like oh they're obviously charming because they do such and such and that's why like he's he's really hot so that that does help him quite a bit he was the guy who starred in one of my favorite fantasy shows tiensin mystic uh Mm. it's on netflix watch it It it's great Mm, thumbs up thumbs up but uh yeah he's uh mm, you can get it (laughs) get it as old natalia says all right. Jesse can take it because since I tell you. Okay, so I'm gonna have like it's a controversial pick, but like not controversial because none of the other people have watched it, and probably hardly anybody listening has watched it. It's actually a drama I just finished. It's called Scum's Wish, which is mm-hmm. a J drama. Uh, it's a I think 2017 drama, but they just um, subbed it and put it on Vicky classic um <laughs> yeah it's a it's a shorter drama it um is one of those like less than a half hour an episode and only like 12 episodes um I went into it because it stars Dory 
And I really like him, even though his dramas can be hit or miss. Mm. <laughs> but I keep on trying because, you know, I guess he's one of my go-to Japanese actors now. And the show, I will, like, full out admit that it's not going to be for everyone. It is. It has two of the things we've talked about that we do not like. Yeah. There is a student-teacher relationship type thing. And then it's also high school students who are very sexually active. So it's got that going for it. And it's a very, it's it's hard to watch because of those. Um, and this is why it's very co- controversial and like why I don't know how I got through it, but still watched it. And then the outcome came um, because even with all of that, and it was like, there was some parts where you're just like, I don't want to be watching this right now because <laughs> Because I say those things, and it's also, remember, a J-drama, so they show things. It's not like... Yeah, it's not like they fuzz it out and do something else. No, No, they go full ham. Yeah, and I think uh, ease into it, not that it's it's good by any means. Um, The actors are not high school age, even though they're playing high schoolers. And, like, Mm. the student-teacher relationship, one of the pairings or whatever... Dory is the exact same age as the teacher and they both look exactly the same age. So that kind of helps out things. Um, a, cl- a classic, really. Yeah, it, and, and I will, like, a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people will be okay. If you're not okay with those things, you might not be able to get through this show. Um, but what I really enjoyed about the show is that there's, like, this arc with the female lead character and it gets hairy and messy because of all the things that are going on but the outcome of that and like how she grew as a character and as a person was really well done and you didn't Mm. I didn't expect it to end the way that it did and the way that it ended was very true to the character and to the situation that they were kind of building and was like very Mm -hmm. mindful of her in a way and so it was like very surprising kind of going through the entire show and be like, oh, this is Harry. What am I doing? I don't want to be watching this to get to that point at the end where I'm like, oh, I see what they did. So it's like one of those shows that you definitely have to kind of get get through through and you can see what their intention was. It's just hard to get there. But it really was surprising because I thought for sure in the beginning, I just was not going to be okay with the story. And there were some hard parts where I was like this, I don't want to be watching this right now. But like the 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 way that they kind of developed her character and like her kind of journey in life was really interesting. And I'm glad that I watched it for that purpose. I think I have two picks, but I'll go with my more serious one first. So the light in your eyes or radiant or whatever, mm-hmm. there's a few different titles for it. I did think even from square one, I, I, I hadn't looked at the trailers and stuff necessarily. Um, when I started it, the tone of the show is pretty consistent throughout, really. So, like, first episode, you kind of get this bittersweet realism vibe. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like that changes much. I mean, you still kind of always have that tone throughout. Uh, so that didn't surprise me. What, I did surpri- what did surprise me is how much I enjoyed it. Because in general, mm-hmm. it's not that I only watch happy shows, but... Bittersweet shows are definitely not my go-to by any means. Yeah. And um, they're definitely, and I won't, like, give it away because that would be, like, totally mean. But there is a sizable twist 
near the end that you're not expecting. Mm. So that was also like additional surprise level of that. But yeah, there's a lot of it's it's also one of those shows there's a lot of little surprises throughout because there's there's enough fantasy elements that you can't figure out what's really taking place or what maybe she's so there's fantasy elements but also she seems to have a good imagination as well so like it kind of does that whole oh it was a daydream thing so like you'll see a scene Mm. and then it'll kind of be like oh she woke up from a dream type thing so like Mm. you, you might go through an entire day worth of actions and then oh come to find out she just woke up so like negate everything that just happened it seemed too shiny then anyway right but so they do that with you a lot and then you have the fantasy elements which then make it kind of weird so there's a lot of surprises that actually go on with this a lot of changes and stuff but the acting was amazing everyone and it was great aside from the small fantasy elements very realistic and I, Mm. I like that I mean it was very realistic but also so even some of it would take place in a um seniors home type thing well they didn't the seniors don't live there they just go there during the day to be kind of kind of like a daycare type and uh so you'd see some of those struggles but it would always be in a very mindful way too it's not like they were just trying to exploit that setting Mm -hmm. but they were trying to show various struggles like this type of person and that type of person and the way their life has gone. So it was pretty cool. And a lot of surprises, like I said. So I, I mean, it's definitely one of my top dramas of the year. I would probably say it's definitely up there with like, I would recommend it to anybody that anybody that wants to watch that type of show, like it's great, Mm. but you have to be ready for that type of show. So like, it's not like, Oh, it's just fun. Like, no, it's not. (laughs) But uh, and like, not, not quite, not quite, but I like, you know, your enthusiasm. I mean, also, I haven't been watching dramas for years and years, so I haven't made, I haven't watched that mm-hmm. many bittersweet shows yet. I haven't made time since it's not my easy, go- like, the reason I watch so many rom-coms is because they're darn lovers. easy to watch. Yeah. So, like, that'll be my next one. So, I, I have to make an effort to be like, oh, I'm going to mm-hmm. try that mm-hmm. tone of a show. And since it's winter, it's like, oh, I, I might try to work my way through a few as time goes on. But, you know, when I'm busy with other stuff, it's like, oh, easy rom-com. Yeah, I don't even have to think really. Yeah. Like, yep. yeah. Emotionally. And also, I've figured out, like, the past year or two, I have been, I've never been a crier, like, ever <laughs> throughout my life. But surprise, I am more Right. So... I think that's the thing, like, oh, and I, and so I'm not used to crying, and therefore I never go, oh, I want to cry, and so I'm trying mm. to accept that side of myself, so probably as I go through the bittersweet shows, like, that'll help me come to terms with the fact that crying is fine, and, like, <laughs> I guess. Your, em- your emotions are okay. I mean, t- to put it easily, I always looked up to, like, Spock as a good role model for how... <laughs> <laughs> in my emotions. So. Jeez. <laughs> oh, that's what happens when you watch too much early Star Trek when you're like in middle school. Yeah. Lighten your eyes. That was mine. 
that was my serious one. Do you, do you want me to go to my next funny one to start Please, us off? Yeah. If sure. Second one's there. So my funny one, All Boys High. And I'm sure you guys don't know this show whatsoever. Web drama. The two main guys in it are from InFlying. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 Yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I, I want to say that the episode. This is offhand. This is me just trying to remember. I want to say that the episodes were like five minutes or less a piece. Uh, I had. I, I don't even know what I was expecting when I went into it. But I was surprised at the way every episode ends. It ends on one of the characters making a really funny face and them doing a slow motion pan of it. Like that's I don't remember like they were like lying though. Like that's their ending. But I mean and it wasn't it wasn't like this show was made for them. It's like they got casted in it. It so I mean it's not like it was this vehicle just to support them. Like this was gonna be a thing even if they didn't get casted in it. But uh so yeah, Jaehyun, the drummer who has great expressions to begin with, and then Sunghyub, like he plays, of course, a more like not emotional character. But so yeah, but e- at the end of every single episode, something happens and someone will make a really doofy face, and like that's that's <laughs> the trope. And there's like 15, I don't remember how many episodes of this. Like it is silly, and it's all through high school. And kind of, there's some real struggles with stuff. I mean, it's not the super serious thing, but there's some things that go down. But then it always ends up going like, oh, there's the silly face that we're going to stop on. Like, I don't know how they come up with stuff like that. That's, (laughs) it's one of those things that's like, oh, that's what sets Korean entertainment sometimes apart from, like, American entertainment. Like, the the slapstick. The slapstick. I mean... I can see that that would maybe be a YouTube series that maybe someone would come up with. And so, I mean, that's the tone it has, but yeah, really funny. I had no idea it was going to be like that because I was really like, oh, just like a school drama, web drama thing. Okay. Oh, my gosh. What is this doing? Like, <laughs> and then I even watched the behind the scenes and stuff. I mean, they worked really, really hard on the production of this. Like, it was a big deal, but like. The fact that they would do that was really, really funny. You had some runners-up. Nat- oh, no, up- I did. Okay, <laughs> so. Now, we all remember back to this summer. When a, when a series of very confusing trailers came out involving trampolines and bizarre situations, which led to us all being like, what the fuck is this drama about? Which also led to us all watching the drama... The Secret Life of My Secretary, which turned yes. to be Jesse so didn't watch. I didn't watch it at all. I didn't either. <laughs> but like Sky and I watched. watched it. Sky and I watched it, and it was really good. But like, shouldn't have been. And even now that I'm like thinking about it, I'm like, why was it so good? Yeah, I was. I was doing a retrospective recently, like thinking about stuff, and I ran across that one. I was like, "Why did I like it so so much?" Yeah, and yet, like, really entertaining. Like it was well done, but I don't know why. Like I can't really. It was well acted. That helps. Yeah. And, that and, always does and help. And it looked good. 
it, it production value was good. Yeah. Well acted for all the characters, even if there was a couple of tropey ones, tropey characters, but that's how they were structured. Mm-hmm. I think it's easily to recommend that one for rom-com, like people that yeah, love people to just like watch rom-com. It's an easy one. Some people for find parts of it offensive. That's fine. Did it they? didn't bother me at all, but whatever. Wait, there were offensive parts in it? Well, uh, maybe I'm saying a little... Yeah, because she deceived the oh. main lead. Mm. Oh, some... no! She oh, no. lied to, for dramatic purpose. That's never saw that Like, offensive Honestly, is like about someone it. put on blackface. Like, not just a character did a thing. People got super upset at this. Like, that's why I'm bringing it up. Like, it wasn't just... I mean, some people really... But if you think about it, if you switch the uh, gender roles for that, how often does that freaking happen oh. in dramas? Oh, for sure, the for sure. The male lead deceiving the female lead for, like, handful of episodes I'm not a big whatever. fan of it when, when it's gender-flipped either. So, I yeah, mean, right. personally, it's, no, I can understand just, why people would have a hard time with it, but, like... So then it's not your thing and yeah. move on to a new and drama. Like, like, but like that was the whole plot, right? Like the plot yeah, exactly. without the concept doesn't work without her lying a little. You know what I mean? And she's, very, and, she's a, and she's a very sympathetic liar. Like you you feel you 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 you're on her side, is all I have to say about it. Like even though you're like, okay, yeah, that's probably not. You probably, you probably shouldn't, you probably shouldn't be doing that. At the same time, you're like, okay, I get, I get why she's doing it though. What the forced separation is gonna be, because you know there's going to be the, he's gonna find out she's lying moment, and, right? And it was that, funny because it actually didn't gonna happen or it whatever. Right? It did, but it didn't, it didn't last as long as you'd think it would. So like, it's not awful because it's not like oh he they then left for a year and never texted each other for even though cell phones exist and they both have them no it's just like they talked out their problems and was like okay i'm sorry I did, i'm sorry i'm sorry i did the thing and he's like i forgive you for doing the thing so i'm right. gonna i'm gonna relate one specific trope and scene they used because it's gonna kind of be like our uh game that we're gonna do later Mm. they're both sitting outside and it's cold and you know that's always like a put my hands in your pocket type situation (laughs) right or i'll hold your hands or whatever he he puts her hands in his armpits (laughs) (laughs) yeah so they became the armpit couple like that was yeah (laughs) i mean no one saw them do this all the fans pretty much were like, what just happened? Like that, yeah, so, okay. armpits are warm, man. I get it. Yes, but like, it was supposed to be this romantic gesture. And it was just a doofy gesture. Like, that's, and, and they had a lot of that vibe to them. So like, that's yeah. fine. But it really was supposed to be this sweet thing. And it was like, oh, that took a trope and just turned it around a little yeah. bit. Like, it was a little bit of level of ick. Like, no, that's okay. Don't need to do that. <laughs> it's That's a fun funny. one it's a fun drama though like and i was not expecting it to be good because the um previews were really fucking weird i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest they were like the weirdest yeah. previews that we'd seen in a while and they literally had nothing to do with the show like even now when i'm thinking back it's like what did these previews had literally 
No, but they didn't. They also didn't tell you anything. So it's not like they misled you about the show. It's just they they gave you nothing. There was like nothing but a feeling of what the hell did I just watch? Like that's all that they gave you was confusion. We were surprised that it actually had a relatively normal plot given. The yeah, previous- we were we were oh. expecting like serial well, killers, yeah, like murder yeah, or something, like, a murder with a yacht or something like. Okay. And it, and the, the previews made it look very... And the write-up. The write-up for it was, like, that she saw him murder somebody, but yeah. he doesn't remember yeah. doing it or something now, and which, you're which, like, which wait, sort of, how are we getting there? Like, this which, like, a lot. It so, sort of happened, but didn't happen. There was a violent beginning, but... It, yeah, like, I think I watched the first episode, and then I don't remember why I didn't stick with it, but... I but remember kind of watching like, and being like, okay, I guess that's where that came from. Oh, okay. They definitely picked out the weirdest things to tease out of the show yeah. to like, we're yeah, going like, to put to really, this in the preview. To really send you like a sort of false idea about what you're about to experience. It, uh, it the previews definitely were something. <laughs> like, I don't... I'm still thinking about it and being like, there was some cognitive dissonance between those previews, that is for sure, and like the show that we experienced. But I really enjoyed it. So if you like rom-coms, you'll probably really like it. There's also, I was surprised by enjoying a super tropey character. I hadn't ran into one that I actually liked that much. Usually I, I try to kind of ignore them. And let's be honest, Veronica Park was fucking goals. Yeah, like goals. Really funny. So she became like not really the best. Some people think the best part of the show. That's fine, but like a very good part of the show that you enjoyed, rather than rolled your eyes at too much. Like it was like, oh, she's hilarious. I'm just gonna crack up now. It's good. Yeah. And what I like usually tropey characters, like you know, you just kind of feel weird about them and like. "Eh, But she was like a character that I'm gonna be honest that I hadn't actually seen in a K drama before because. She was just kind of a confident little slut who just liked having sex with dudes and didn't and care it was, about anyone. It was not that overt. Yeah, it wasn't like she, they're not, she's not nude on screen or anything. But like, you know, she had many boyfriends and was known to... Have many boyfriends. Many boyfriends. <laughs> that was it, of, of various ethnicities. And that was her, that was what she was into, and yeah, and it drove her mother insane, and that was part of the fun. Her and her mother, yeah, it was fun. It was a fun drama. I do have. Does anyone else have any more that they? I have one. That yeah. Okay, do it. About, yeah. Hit us up. So it's a drama that just aired. It's extraordinary, yo. Ah yes. Um, ah yeah. I was not expecting to like that drama as much as I did. Coming into it, I thought I was going to kind of like it because I, the cast seemed really good. Mm-hmm, so it mm-hmm. was like into it because of that. And literally from the first episode, it like completely threw me off. I just was not expecting that much because I can't, I, it's really hard for me to like super campy shows, which mm-hmm. then, translates a lot of those shows are that way so I was prepared for it to be that way and then it it's campy but it's done in a way that like it's just so Mm. 
well crafted, especially for the storyline and what's going on, because it's a girl who figures out that she's a minor, small little character in in a comic book. And the, the the episodes are just like they're really cute and really fun and kind of like they play do play off of the them being high school students. Mm-hmm. And I think they do it really well. And also high school students that are characters written for a comic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that they constantly talk about maybe not the best well written <laughs> comic. So like uh, it was a really great like juxtaposition between the like the campiness of it being that they are characters in this comic and then like when she like she's off off stage like her transition into like becoming her own person it was just really fun to watch it was really fun to like kind of follow the story as it emboldened too because it it threw some surprises and it threw some different things that I was just not expecting a show like that to do so I, I wasn't expecting it to be as great as it was. And I just, like, enjoyed it the entire time I was mm-hmm. watching it. Mm-hmm. It was, like, the one show that I, like, kept up mostly, like, within a couple of days or even day of. And I enjoyed, I mean, like, up until the last second of the last episode, I enjoyed it and just had fun with it, too. Like, it was just a lot of fun. Like and a fun, it was pretty. Yeah. Oh, so pretty. And the cast just did so well. They yeah. were such good actors, mm-hmm. young actors. So that was fun to watch too, because you know that they're gonna continue to keep on going because they're. Mm-hmm. I mean, like a couple of them already are have already gotten the next thing. And... Yeah, or like you know the the lead in Extraordinary You was in the Sky Castle, so she already was known mm-hmm. for that type thing. It's fun to know that like you'll keep seeing them yeah. and know that they're gonna be good in what like the next show that they're going to be in mm-hmm. side note for that um i watched an interview with lee J. wook and he said that at first he was considered for the role of haru oh wow which i've been pondering that and i think that's like really interesting and it would have been really fun to see him in that role but that would have been different and i think his next role his next role is going to be like more friendly and stuff so he's mm. kind of He's a little bit concerned about showing, like, really that side of himself. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I thought that was really interesting. And then he also talked about how Rowan was, uh, he's the opposite of Haru. So he got a kick out of that. So every time yeah. the cameras would stop, how Rowan was, like, totally different and stuff. I will so, say yeah. that, the, like, you could tell, um, I really, like, I enjoy when a cast has fun with each other. Mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. and you could tell because it was like constantly they were throwing up like behind the scenes videos and they were all just like hanging out I mean like the entire cast it's a huge cast because like yeah they have all these like you know minor characters but the minor characters are in almost every single episode with at least one line yeah so it's like pretty huge you like know who these people are they were always just having so much fun or like just like Rowan and EJ look just like towering <laughs> over her. <laughs> they'd be like they're like two feet taller, <laughs> and they would just do stuff, or then they would like fake pretend that they were angry with each other because she would like go over to one instead of the other. Yeah, go be <laughs> jealous. Yeah, jealous. Yes. <laughs> but then they'd like go off with each other, and you're like, you guys, that's cute. And yeah. Also, they were good at mimicking her. They made fun of her. 
Because she has a certain way of talking, and so they would always mimic how she would talk. And there's, like, this this really sweet uh, moment. Um, they're in the, the, the classroom, and she's doing one of her, like, main mom- monologues where she's doing her kind of talk thing, where she's, like, very upbeat, and she's very positive, and she's in her character of the comic book. So she's, like, just going mm-hmm. on and on for, like, probably a minute straight, just, like without a breath and she's just like really bumbling really like happy and then she stops and then they say cut and everybody just freaks out because of how good she was doing this like monologue it's just it was a great show I just like had so much fun with it like that's Mm. I think the biggest thing out of that show was Mm. that it was just a lot of fun to watch yeah I'm Mm. gonna I'm gonna binge it over Christmas it's my Christmas plans is binging it because y'all were talking it up I think um another one for me is also one that I just finished was um, Level Up um, with Sung Hoon, who, you know, you always know you're going to enjoy watching Sung Hoon, but like, (laughs) you know, and he's delightful. Like he's, I think he is a very underrated actor. Like I think Mm. a lot of people think he's just a pretty face, but he's actually quite a good actor and his comedic timing is fantastic. And he's willing to look dumb. He's willing to make a fool of himself. And Level Up is just, perfect peak Sung Hoon like he is making fun of himself but he's still grounded and like a real character mm-hmm. and like there's there's tragedy to it like his mom died when his, he's young and basically the show kind of starts off with his dad dying and so now he's alone except for this stepbrother that he kind of hates because I, I don't know just he was jealous that his dad made a new life or whatever and so he's he's very much that like everything about the drama just screams mm. typical old-fashioned k-drama like rom-com tropes he's gonna be the cold mean boss and she's the bubbly cute employee and you know hijinks ensue but like he's cold but he's not mean mm. and like when he is mean it's to people who deserve it. Like, he doesn't, he, he's mean to mean people. He's nice to nice people. And he, he'll he speak the truth to people and he might not sugarcoat it, but he's not like... Cruel. He, he's not cruel. And he like has friends. And he has like, he knows, like possibly his biggest problem is that he doesn't know how to, he doesn't know how to really like turn down people or let people down. So like, the second female lead is in love with him and he knows she is but he knows he's not in love with her but he really values her friendship so he he never really shuts it down because he doesn't want to hurt her and he doesn't want to lose the friendship because Mm. he's you know alone he winds up making choices that kind of even though his words are saying like I'm not into you He's making choices that kind of lead her on or lead her to believe that maybe he is into her. Like, and she's a great character. Like, she's a little bit, she goes off the deep end at times, but she always reels it back in. Like, it's like you think, it's one of those dramas where every time they do the scene with the trope and you're like, oh, here we go. It's going to be Jack, you know, the jealous second female lead, or it's going to be the this or the that and it is until it's not like all the like you're like oh here it comes and then it's like she realizes yeah I'm being that horrible person and I should stop being that horrible person and and like 
do my job because I'm good at my job. So I should just do my job mm-hmm. and not let my feelings like mess this up or, you know, things like that. Or like you think he storms out angry and no, you know, because the employees are at the team dinner are like, oh, we want you to sing karaoke. Yeah, boss, sing karaoke. And he's like, uh, no. And he leaves and you think, oh, cold, angry boss. And he stormed off. No, he just went, he like is really good friends with this like super popular idol group. And he went and like called them and had them set up a stage in the street. And then he like does a whole <laughs> dance number with them for the employees. Like, and it's hilarious. And you're just like, what is going on? Like, and all the employees are like, what? what just happened here like that's the boss like why is he doing that but and Sunghoon just throws himself into all of it like and it's so good and and then like there were moments where I was tearing up too because I mean ultimately you're dealing with a bunch of kids who have like she's lost her mom and she's lost her brother and he's lost his mom and his dad and you know and he's looking after his high school stepbrother who's lost both of his parents and you know so you're dealing with a lot of like orphans and stuff so like there's emotion and things going on and so for as much as I laughed I also like teared up more than I would have expected to for how silly the drama was it also touched me emotionally so I I just found it really enjoyable and it's only 12 episodes and it was an easy watch it was enjoyable everything I thought the pacing all worked. Everything worked exactly as it should. I had a little scare in episode 12, like the final episode where like two thirds of the way through and something happens and they show a flashback and you're like, did they just surprise serial killer me? Like, <laughs> It's fine. Everything's so, cool. I, wonder Everything's if, fine. I wonder if they knew they were red herring that, like if they knew. <laughs> yeah, they, they just did it like as a purposeful thing. Just that like, like funny. messing with your obviously <laughs> knew that about tropes like they obviously played with tropes so yeah. like it makes you wonder if they're like, we're gonna do this <laughs> I, it just, yeah it was just a fun enjoyable watch easy i laughed i cried i sung hoon was pretty oh sung hoon oh sung hoon he's so pretty sister and i were like oh what are we gonna watch together next and she's like well what other sung hoon things are because our last one was picked up a celebrity so she's like, which, well, was, which was just... another surprisingly good one that I wasn't expecting. <laughs> that show took you on a wild ride. I was always trying to make me watch that that weekender with him in it. Five children. Uh, five children. I'm trying to think of what else is like out that you could watch. Because the one that's the best. Oh my Venus. Noble, my love. I have not watched Oh my Venus. Ah. Oh, yeah, he's in Oh my Venus too. He's not like the main character, but he's in it. He doesn't get it, right? You've seen Oh my Venus. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I was thinking of things that you hadn't seen. For your <laughs> well, I love that we, we all like were paused there. We're like, yeah, yeah we uh, did, did we? Are we crazy? My squares on my screen are. It looks like she's talking to Sky to me. Like it. It looks like she's looking at Sky. So like, like Sky, have you seen it? No, I'm looking straight at you. You're the like, you're the lone square in mine, <laughs> with me hovering over you. I have, so that was kind of why I was like. I guess I could watch it again, but I don't really want to. So, I mean, not that there's you any could, wrong with Oh My Venus. You could just do his scenes. Just yeah. his 
Yeah. Look up on YouTube the Sung Hoon Cut. <laughs> My Venus Sung Hoon Cut. I'm sure it, it exists somewhere. And Henry. That's all it would be. So it would just be Sung Hoon, like, beating, beating himself up and Henry being hilarious. And that's it. That's the whole show. I mean, that sounds great to me. That like, that's like, like the a best pretty cut. solid show. Gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Henry is not silly in enough, like, he's not in enough dramas. I know. Yeah. He's such a good comedic relief in yeah. just in life and existence. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. just a little side note, you can totally cut this out. Uh, that video where he plays Faded on two pianos at the same oh. time. Oh! <laughs> just, <laughs> just too much. Like, he's too talented that you yeah. just want to scream. Like, you're like, I stop know. it. What did I, what did Stop I, it. Matt Max was like, so he's basically Mozart, but better. Is like what what we're what we're saying here. It's like Mozart with more skills. And put into K-pop. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing that sticks out for me the most about Oh My Venus is um the the Christmas party scene where like he's playing his violin, yeah. but he's Playing the um like the theme song for yeah. the show, but like it's a Christmas carol kind of thing, and I'm like, oh, that's a nice Christmas. That's not a Christmas carol. <laughs> Wait a second, oh, Henry. <laughs> Henry. <laughs> oh my goodness, he's the and best. Didn't Didn't you have another one, Natalia? Oh, did. Finally, we go to the beautiful land of Thailand, in which I watched the show. Sand Princess, which I was expecting to be just terrible, because a lot of GMM TV shows are just terrible, but like in a, in a fun way. Like, they're like they're terrible but enjoyable. Like you know, like you're you're just like, oh, this is so bad that it's good. But this one was actually just straight up good. And I was like, <laughs> real work. So it's the basic. Pl- I think I've told you about this before. Yeah, I've definitely talked about this show before. Mm-hmm. I because someone said that they watched it based on me talking about it on Twitter. So just for those who are new, Sand Princess is on YouTube for free. It's a Thai show, um, whereupon a guy gets a girl pregnant, but the girl runs off. So he pays his best friend, who's this poor orphan girl, to pretend to be the mom and raise the baby for him. But then. To prevent his fiance from finding out, um, which because his fiance's father invested in his older brother's company, his older brother decides to marry her and pretend that the baby is his. Meanwhile, thinking that it's her baby and she had an affair with his younger brother. <laughs> okay, so I saw that plot. Okay. I was like, this is going to be the worst. But it's actually, like, really good. And it's not a long drama. Like, you can watch it, like, in, like, an afternoon. Like, it's not that. It's not long at all. And it's just very heartwarming. And there's a cute little kid in it. And, like, then you have this woman who's just a total virgin trying to seduce her husband who thinks that she's in love with his brother who's getting married to his ex-girlfriend. Like, it's a whole mess. (laughs) It's a whole mess function and then you've got like the aunt who raised the brothers who's like all disappointed in the older brother for like taking advantage of this sweet young (laughs) orphan who just and just hiding this baby from her for years because like the kid's like three and so it's just like you're like what is happening like it is a wild ride 
For, for those who watch GMMTV stuff, it's about as good as a GMMTV show gets. So, take that for what you will. Some of them are pretty good, so... Uh, yeah, like, yeah, love yeah. was good, even though it, it definitely enraged pretty much everyone except for me, because I was just like, ah, I love it! <laughs> everyone else was like, I hate that my character, he's such a dick! And I'm like, I know, that's part of the fun! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. he's, a, he's a slutty little fuckboy let's go let's go <laughs> uh yeah so you know actually the whole of GMMTV like they're a lot of pretty bad shows but like enjoyably bad and they always have the most obvious product placement that's just like oh, yeah. pain, painful to watch but you're like you get that money. money you get that money yeah you share that iced tea like you gotta get that oishi money mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> not sponsored um but like yeah it's great um speaking of sponsored uh if you would love to sponsor this podcast because we are an independent podcast who at this moment has no corporate sponsors you can go to ko-fi.com slash certified nunas in order to give send us a coffee and support us and when you do you get access to all sorts of behind the scenes nonsense that gets cut out of the main podcast uh yeah it's a good time it's a good time everyone uh i know i say it every week you're probably tired of me but it's I'm non-contractually obligated to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, we're just doing this on our own. We I, just tell her to do it. I started my segueing a while ago, and now I just can't be stopped. Um, and for, you know, anyone out there who might be a corporate sponsor trolling for new podcasts to look to, just, I hope you really enjoyed that fire segue, because I could be pimping your product. <laughs> <laughs> This could be your segue for our hundreds of listeners, our tens of listeners. <laughs> we love we love everyone who listens to the podcast. Really, y'all are the y'all are the real MVPs. Now we're play a game. Play it. Well, it's not so much a game. We're going to have a a thought okay. experiment. Uh, <laughs> A brain so much deeper than it is. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> We're not that way. <laughs> We're not smart here. <laughs> like the serious part of the podcast. <laughs> like the fun part is over. Now we're getting serious and fixing the entertainment industry. <laughs> we're, uh, we're gonna we're gonna sort of play a game. It's a little game called Trope Rehab that we just invented five minutes before the podcast started, in which. We will shout out a trope and then talk about how it could be subverted in a fun way, perhaps, in the next year. If uh, anyone writing a drama out there wants to steal it, please do. Please steal our ideas. Instead of money after that. It's free real stuff on Twitter or something, you know? Give us some free, like, promo. <laughs> like, free real estate, dude. Like, we're giving you, we're just giving it away. Uh, all right. Who wants to, who's got a trope that they just wish would be changed? Truck of Doom. Ah, the Truck of Doom. Ah, good old. But then I was like, I don't know how you change that one. Like, okay, well, if we're going in a comedic way, you turn the truck into something stupid. Like an ice Um, cream truck? Yeah, like... (laughs) You know, like reverse. You know, you know how like in those chase scenes, there's always like a fruit seller that's like getting their day just totally ruined. (laughs) Yeah. Like. Reverse that. Make the fruit seller 
Because one just ruining the day. Everywhere they turn, a fruit seller just pushes out from the alleyway. <laughs> they have to, like, jump over it and subvert it. Go around. I actually did see there was a drama that did attempt to subvert the Truck of Doom. And I don't think they were trying to be funny. <laughs> but it was hilarious and i speak now of the drama black knight the man who guards me which is up there with probably one of the worst dramas i've ever seen whereupon there's like someone about to get hit by a car and the girl is trying to get him to move out of the way so first she throws like she has like a pan with her so she throws a pan at him to like try to like knock the guy off the motorcycle that's coming for him and then she like kicks a kid off of the bike that he's riding and picks up the bike and throws it at like the motorcyclist who's like coming in for like a motorcycle of situation and like it was not played off as like a comedy but I'm pretty sure everyone watching it lost their minds laughing. <laughs> there's no way to watch that and not laugh hysterically. Wasn't it you, Nat, who was posting just like last week or something about one where it was like truck of doom and like he tried to pull her out of the way and it ended up in an accidental kiss or something too. Oh, that's a, oh now we're just we're just stacking them. Well, yeah, you know? it was from a it was from a C drama that it was like on the preview of or something. Oh and it was, yeah, yeah. And it was like they're just like going all out, like they're just stacking tropes to like make new tropes. Where I guess that's like the only good reason to have a wrist grab is a truck of doom coming. Yeah. Or like yeah. something yeah. similar. Now you know what I don't see enough of: lady wrist grabs, like women wrist grabbing dudes that's a fun oh, i like, thought you're gonna say women wrist grabbing women well, like, which now, is like now we're just talking about like, yeah, now we're yeah. talking about like lesbian dramas and i'm i think that there should be more of those as well but like i mean just like girls straight up wrist grabbing dudes in like this sort of the same way but yeah. like see it will be played off very differently right because there's no power dynamic uh in you know, gender roles where women come out on top, especially not in Korean society. Oh, I'm getting too deep. I'm getting too deep. I was just thinking with wrist grab though, what was that one? There was one this year that um where they didn't they didn't wrist grab. He kept grabbing he'd grab her sleeve, like just the corner of her sleeve. She was, was that? drunk. Um still seventeen? Oh yes, yes, I think it was. Yes, it was very. It was the okay. polite, the polite. And it was like, yeah. her I need to get you to come with me, but I'm not going to grab you. I'm just going to hold your sleeve and like, please come this way. Like this I just, a very I, sweet one. That's, that's what that's what I do to get my husband's attention. I pull on the, I pull on the back <laughs> of his sleeve. I'm like, hey, it's me, your little wife. I'm short, not me. Yeah, no, that's that's a, that's a nice way of doing that one. A pol- I was thinking, politeness. I was thinking for the Truck of Doom thing, two comedic options would be if someone is knocked to the ground and like a truck's coming, you know, they just stay on the ground and they end the up truck. in between the oh, wheels yeah. the, and, the, and the truck just goes <laughs> so over they pull them. They whole like Toy Story on them. We're like, yeah, so like, <laughs> and then they just kind of stand up like, what's up? Like, they're fine. And then like, similarly, 
like maybe they just at the very last moment step back and step out of the way but like the people on the other side watching the truck don't know that yet until the truck's passed and then they're just standing there like no I'm fine so like you know you do all the dramatic part of it or you think that it's actually coming but it's really not it like starts to slow down and stops at the red light perfectly (laughs) (laughs) you're like go just just following the rules like they show it and it's like no oh no but it's like you know in the other lane like it's just (laughs) that scene from um austin powers with the the steamroller thing or whatever and he's like "Ah!" and it's like slowly coming down you're like like, move just just walk a little bit that scene is probably like just that made that movie for me by the way like i wasn't even that into it and then that scene happened i was like wrist grabs in general in recent years wrist grabs really haven't bugged me quite as much because they're usually not as aggressive as they were in the older Mm -hmm. but like like an extraordinary you a lot of wrist grabs but it was as their trophy high school characters so like it really that that was it it was like i think it was intentional because it was always the written when they were on stage was when the wrist scraps were really happening a lot. That's when it was written within the comic book. It wasn't yeah. like when they were being themselves or whatever. And it's like, it, there's definitely like a difference when it's like still annoying, but like if the character is actually mean, it's not that to say that the wrist grab is good, but there's like, there's a reason behind it. It's not just like this like random who's like supposed to be really nice. And then all of a sudden it's like, you're mine. Bye. <laughs> That's yeah. Right. Gets a, really weird you're like but that doesn't fit with your character either like it was it sort of reminded me of what i to this day think must be a mistranslation uh where we were talking about oh my venus where they have their first kiss and he and basically like the way it was translated was like real rapey like because he just plays this nice character who just wants to help her be healthy and suddenly he's like i own you so you can't say no and i'm like this feels like a mistranslation like I don't, I don't, it, it, felt, it felt very, your body is mine. And it's yeah, like, like, yeah. Not, not, the context is not right here. But also it was like not working with him because he's, he's like, even when he was like training her, he was getting her to do this stuff. Like he was like yeah. encouraging her to be her own independent person to do like, to yeah, be so the one so, to like so create it like, her. It was like, to this day, I think that must have been a mistrans, like a just poorly translated, like devoid of context, like an idiom of some sort that like doesn't quite mean, doesn't it quite could, yeah, translate. It's the only thing they could translate it to. Yeah, and I just I just remember my mom being like, Ugh! and I was like, no, mom, 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 it's a mistranslation. Like that's <laughs> like ignore it. No, 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 no. Like this is consensual. Don't worry about it. Yeah, uh, I'm okay. the first uh, the first time I watched a, a Saguk and um and he says you're my person or something like that. And I was like, 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 just the way he said it. And I was like, why is she your person? Like, it was like, it wasn't even your, it it felt slavey. Like, like, but then I hear you're my person a lot. And you realize it's a, it's a phrase. It's a, it's like your fate. Yeah. other kind of thing yeah, like, we belong uh, together not you belong yeah, exactly. uh, no, like recently there was a pretty bad mistranslation on a Thai show on Tharn Type where basically 
the what should have been translated was, you know, you're my lover. But for some reason, they chose to translate it as you're my bitch. And we were like, no. <laughs> like, and it was like really out of character for like the character who was saying it. So like everyone was like, what the fuck is this? Like, that's not what he said. And like, we all knew what the word was. Because it's like a very common word that's like a, a gender non-specific word that means like boyfriend, girlfriend, lover, partner, whatever. And so we're just like, no. <laughs> that's not right at all. He was not being aggressive. I did want to say about wrist grabs also, sometimes I think it's a cultural thing. And I, I'm not meaning the aggressive ones. I'm meaning the ones that seem like nice wrist grabs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To me, it's because they don't think it's polite to grab the hand. Like, because yeah. that's too intimate. Mm-hmm. Like, they think it's actually better to not take ownership of, like, the intimacy of the hand. Exactly. But, like, I really am trying to just move you. Therefore, I'm grabbing just your arm, like, yeah. not your yeah. hand. Yeah. To me, sometimes I think that, I'm not saying that that's all wrist grabs, but sometimes I just think it's a cultural thing that to us, yeah, if in America someone went and grabbed your wrist, you'd be like, be what like, the heck? And you would probably punch them. Like, it just doesn't work It's here. also kind of like more of a, a, a technique to convey, like, the importance of the, the character wanting to stop the other person mm-hmm. that, like, you probably wouldn't get elsewhere like it it wouldn't translate as well as like actors doing it like with this like big specific significant thing it's kind of almost like when someone will like run to like like go in front of a door to stop someone like it's kind of like it's a grand gesture that like Mm -hmm. is heightened and done in slow motion yeah yeah. swelling music and all this stuff Yeah. yeah so what's another trope that needs help. Accidental kisses. Oh boy. Oh, I don't. Like, I can't think of a one that's good. <laughs> with the exception no of the tomb accidental kiss. That one was yeah. pretty good. The one it was poorly done in my opinion, but the one in Bring It On Ghost because it it furthered plot. Like it wasn't yeah. just an accidental kiss. It was necessary to like for her to realize that, like, hey, something's different about that guy, and, like, so she followed him home, you know, like, mm-hmm. without it, mm. you don't get her, you know, deciding that she needs to, like, follow him around, trying to get him to kiss her so that she can, like, regain her memory or whatever. It served a purpose. It wasn't just, oops, we kissed. Like, <laughs> just fine. You know, here we are. Despite the fact that, like, we all kind of hate accidental kisses, I 100% wrote one into one of my fix because, of course, I fucking did. But it was yeah. because we were talking about it where we wanted to add all of the terrible tropes that we loved so much. So it had it all. It's got the accidental <laughs> kiss. It's got the, it starts out with the truck of doom, like, good times. But uh, I don't even know how you would rehab an accidental kiss. I, I think the worst accidental kiss is, <laughs> and I think it was in both Fabulous Boys and You're Beautiful, if I remember right. Mm. Near the beginning, the main girl chick who's, you know, cross-dressed like a guy, she gets drunk really bad. Anyway, pretty much falls onto the 
tsundere lead guy. Oh, yes, of course. So accidental kiss, but then, like, then immediately throws up into his mouth. Like, oh, there's, oh, there's no charming, there's no charming aspect to this I, whatsoever. I, I wish I was, I'm about to tell you something, and I'm not going to say his name because he would kill me if he knew I was putting his name up, but that happened to a friend of mine. A drunk girl kissed him at a party and then vomited in his mouth. Oh, and the worst part is, he's gay, so he didn't want any of that. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. like, it was all sorts of, like, just, No! <laughs> If I had witnessed that, I was like, buddy, I would have then vomited directly on you as well. Because I would, <laughs> like, I cannot see people vomit, like, in real life, and, like, yeah. not then vomit. Like, yeah. yeah. And we don't need to get that deep into it. But, like, oh, no, that's bad. Saying, that's bad. That's, like, the, that's the paramount, like, like, I'll be honest, that's, like, a, that's a way to, you know, change it up, but is it a good way to change it up? Well, I mean, I can see also, the, like, being drunk and then just kissing someone, like, you you know, like, yeah. all your, you just, like, naturally like the person and you're drunk, so you're not thinking clearly, so that is, like, an accidental kiss that I could, like, stand I can, behind, I, can I guess. Get, I can get behind that. Yeah. Or, like, not like, recognizing them, thinking they're someone else, and yeah, then kissing them because you're yeah. drunk. Uh, That's also yeah. a good one. Mm-hmm. But I don't want this like, oh no, I tripped. And then suddenly our face is mad. Well, I was putting up these yeah. curtains and like, then I'm falling. I get angry over that. It's like they, they trip and they fall and they kiss. And then she's like, they stole my first kiss. And you're like, no. That's no, they Okay. That's not it. That was, not just, a kiss. that was it's just an accidental like, brushing. I'm like, there was no tongue. They that also, wasn't a kiss. That was a peck at best. They have to do that <laughs> stupid thing where it's like 20 seconds of the girl going, oh, and then falling off. <laughs> and, like, and then another 20 seconds of them both staring wide-eyed at each other going, we're kissing. I go, we don't want to be kissing. And why am I still kissing you? And you're like, you're both already shut up. Like if yeah, if you don't want to be kissing, you would have just stepped back and said, "Oh my bad, I tripped." Like you wouldn't just stand there with your faces mashed together this yeah. long. Like come on, this is a bad trope. So what we're saying is, accidental kisses only when you accidentally kiss someone, thinking there's someone else, or you're drunk, or something of this nature. I like it. I yeah. like it. See, that's the only way this works. Otherwise, it's just a you just tripped. Yeah. And also, yeah. like. The bad accidental kisses, they never should mean anything emotionally. The fact that often in the, that often within the plot, all of a sudden the emotions are then awakened. It's like, come on, yeah, guys, no. like really. That's oh, bad. you know where you see that a lot? Boy loves dramas. They yeah, yeah, kiss. you're right though. Like right. now, it's like, oh, oh my, I kissed a boy. I guess I'm gay, and you're like, you, you trip. Like, <laughs> you're like okay if this, if this is what convinces you that you were gay you were probably already sort of thinking it on the inside already you know right. you know what yeah. I, actually, I saw there was okay I, this is one of my favorite movies and I'm about to shame myself by admitting that this is one of my favorite movies but the movie She's the Man I thought had sort of a funny almost accidental kiss where there's I forget what it was, was it like a cockroach or something on the floor and both Amanda Bynes dressed in drag and uh, Channing Tatum 
are like jumping on the bed and hugging and then their faces like get real close if they're like screaming because there's like a bug or spider or something i forget what a mouse or something and then like they're like they almost kiss and then they're like whoa <laughs> that was a funny one where they're like oh god i'm oh, sorry bro sorry bro my bad my bad <laughs> like that was a funny almost you know accidental kiss but like you just tripped it's not <laughs> and, and that's the thing it's like even bad accidental kisses, they shouldn't signify anything. So, like, even in yeah. your... Be- Luckily, in your beautiful and fabulous boys, the weird, awkward vomit kiss, it doesn't mean anything. Like, no one emotionally after that cares other yeah. than him being mad at her. Like, yeah. that's it. It's but, not, but that's, oh, we care the, now. Him, him being somebody vomit in your mouth. It's an appropriate response to yeah. someone vomiting well, it, in your mouth. But it's not the girl going, oh, like, oh, yeah. that was an emotional thing. It's, no, it's no, going, oh, yeah. shit, I vomited in his mouth, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what it was. Which should be the only real response to vomiting in someone's mouth. Should be like, oh, Jesus, I didn't mean to vomit in your mouth. I am so sorry. Oh, about, I guess on top of that, I forgot to mention, he's unconscious. He kn- oh, it's even worse. It doesn't die. Like, like <laughs> so, somehow, like, when, during this accident where she was falling, like, he got knocked out, like, in the process of this. Or he, maybe, like, as he fell or something. It's so, like he wasn't cognizant yeah. when it happened, oh. just like the aftermath of it and being told about it. So. Well, she was, he's a germaphobe, so it's he probably would have like died. Or maybe that's why he passed out. I think that was why he passed out. He's germaphobe. The vomiting happened. They're like he couldn't handle it. And well, at least he had some bros there to turn him over to make sure he doesn't aspirate on someone else's vomit. <laughs> he's passed out. But that, that's true friendship right there. Though I will say, um, Your Beautiful does have one of my favorite, despite the fact that I don't actually consider it that good of a drama, like it's enjoyable, but it's not like really good. But it does have one of my favorite scenes, which is the fan fiction scene in which Leon Gee's character is reading the the newest fan fiction that like someone wrote, like the gay fan fiction. And it like goes to like, it's like it blends out and suddenly it's like they looked at each other across the piano and was like, no, we cannot be together. And then he's like, she's like, what are you doing? She's like, he's like, oh, I'm reading the next episode of like the fan fiction that they wrote about me. And I was like, oh no, I bet they actually do this because I'm going to be honest. If I top management too. Yeah, Yeah, they do that. Yeah. That cracked me up. If I were a celebrity that people was writing fan fiction about, you best believe I would have a secret account on like AO3 or Wattpad, like oh, fuck, yes. reading these nasty ass fan fictions and being like, mm, girl, creative, creative. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, nice. Like, you, y'all think that, like, Rap Monster isn't out there, like, secretly reading all of these nasty fan fictions in English and, like, <laughs> laughing to himself? Like, you bet he is. You, you think that. Chaniel and Beckyon aren't on there reading all this. No, they're reading it. They well, but there was that, what was it, like a live or something where they're like, oh my god, like, Dio, did you see the, the fanfic? He's reading fanfic about, he's reading Kaisu fanfic, and Kai's like, yeah, I sent it to him. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Like, I would be sending it to all of my friends, too. I'd be like, hey, yeah, check out what I'm up to in this person's imagination today. Like, 
I would get a real kick out of it. Mind you, like, I was reading some fanfic. Sometimes I cannot... I was telling you guys this earlier, but I'm going to tell all the world. I'm not going to put anyone on blast for their fanfiction, but there's just certain times where I cannot suspend my disbelief so far. And well, there are one... definitely ones that shouldn't have been written and yeah. are actually not okay. No. <laughs> yeah. There was one where, like, Jimin played, like, a homophobic bully who was, like, bullying Yoongi. And I was like, I don't think so. And then another one had like Park Bo Gum playing a bully, and I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I can go so far. Like, I thought Jimin was pretty bad as like a bully, but Park Bo Gum, like, no. I'm out. <laughs> like, I understand I the idea of writing fan fiction and not using the characters, like, as the people that they are, like that you're just using a name, like you're not, yeah, you're not right. That's not fan fiction anymore. A story. That's, yeah, just write a the name. Like no, but I was just like no, no, no. Actually, that that fan fiction had a lot of problems with it. Like, but it was that where I was like, you know, I think I'm done with this one. Like, <laughs> this, I'm, this is just, you know, this just doesn't make sense anymore. I I watched uh, Park Bogum. He was the main announcer at Mama last night, and yeah, you. there's there's no way he's yeah. any of <laughs> yeah no there's no way. <laughs> Anyone ever tells about him is like he's he's, he's tried so hard because he would periodically do he'd say something in Korean. He didn't do this each time, but definitely when he introduced himself, say it in Korean, say it in English, say it in Japanese. It was like you go, boy, you go. Like it was like you. He's just so sweet. And then you hear all these stories like, oh, yes, he was, like, helping the makeup artist because, you know, she, like, they were five minutes behind schedule. So he's, like, cleaning her brushes for her. Or, like, he made everyone lunch. And, like, (laughs) you're just like, of course he did. But, no, like. (laughs) We draw the line. Draw the line. (laughs) And him is, like, as a bully. bully. Yeah, like, I was, like. No, a bully who wanted to like take advantage sexually the the main character. I was like, no, no, <laughs> like, no. no we're cutting that one off. <laughs> like, no, no, that's no, mm-mm. no. Do we have another trope we want to do? Okay, I got one. <laughs> the forced separation from where no one has sex. Maybe Maybe just text. Or, no, here it is. For separation, they don't get back together. So it was the person's choice, and it doesn't matter if the audience wanted them together. They're allowed to not be together. Done. <laughs> yeah. Even if you think they're the perfect couple, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, like, for separation actually being a breakup. That's the separation. Like, yes, they're just done. Or, like, or if forced separation was, like, actually forced separation. Not just, like, one of them just leaving for no fucking reason. Like, I no, just, like one of them is I being held against their will, and that's just why <laughs> can't contact the other person, but the other person thinks they just left them. Like, that's forced separation. Like, like descendants of the sun. Like, crash landed on a desert island. You know? Yeah. Like, okay. And you were stuck there for five years before, like, somebody rescued you. Yeah, you got, like, okay. Crystal yeah. Or you like, had to go help a family member who was dying. And, like, marry somebody else now. Like, like I don't... It, 
that's the thing I don't get that that concept of like and it's been five years and they're still in love and they haven't contacted each other Wait, I'm five years. I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel on after a couple months like, I'm gonna be okay no how about it's it's forced separation, but they still like contact each other. You see, still see all the notes that they send each other. They Skype a lot, <laughs> like so they're like separately. They're in two different places for a very long time, but they've been talking to each other pretty regularly. <laughs> yeah, so, like if you have a forced separation, there has to be a damn good reason why they can't contact each other. Like and not to be like held in prison somewhere, like. Yeah. Otherwise, there's like just get a like yeah yeah like just call no. it off. Just like if they can't text and it's in the it's like a modern era like what you can text or don't call it a forced separation when they actually meant that they actually like broke up and then they're gonna get back together. Like yeah. I think that's also a problem too. Dramas <laughs> like present themselves as the, their forced separation, but really it's not a forced separation. It's them they're just calling like, it quits, but you know, because the, the things that have to happen in a drama to keep everybody happy, they're going to yeah. get back together. So, but yeah, focus on yeah, it that, being that an actual. Just, that just reminded me of a um an old movie, a classic American film called An Affair to Remember. Mhm, mhm. Where, yeah, like there was a car accident and they were knocked out, and there was you know no cell phones, there was no way to contact the other like. Crud yeah. happens. Like, that's okay. And then, like, a few years later, oh, there's lingering feelings. I accept that. I accept old school stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But. Sure. Yeah. These days, no, man. No. <laughs> Y'all can just look someone up on the internet. There's no reason <laughs> why crazy. you lose that. Unless they've Literally. gone off the grid. Like, I can find anyone I went to high school with in, like, five minutes or less. <laughs> All Not four of us are in to. different areas, in different time zones, in different countries, and we can put out a podcast yeah. every week. Right. Someone <laughs> can text someone, okay? Like, no, 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 no. You can send an email. For, just send a regular letter. Like, you can I mean, do this. Every other day, freaking Twitter is going, hey, do you want to, like... Connect with all your contacts in your phone on the. And I'm like, like I would no, not like. I don't. No. Like, like, listen, no there's like clearly. What I want to do it's to put all the contacts and phone in my phone on my Twitter. No, thank you. <laughs> clearly, you don't know how anybody works on Twitter. Twitter, like, <laughs> like has anyone ever no felt like it to this? Like, no one want. Like, listen, no one. Want. No one. Wants and Twitter wants to add their moms to their Twitter accounts, okay? Are you kidding me? Like, Who yeah, I don't, I don't, Twitter wants to do that. Like, they're like, no. I don't need my family to know what I'm up to on the regular. They think I'm a or nice your dentist's girl. office, blah, blah, blah. It's like... No, like, my family thinks that I'm a nice, sweet girl. They don't see, well, except for Shanta. Shanta knows, that Shanta's my sister, the one who's the watercolor painter. She knows what's up. She sees my tweets. But other than that, they just think I'm a nice girl who just loves Korean music. And that's all they need to know. <laughs> all they need. We had a, we had a slight brush, brush up when my mom found out I published a novel. And then told all her friends I published a novel. And I was like, Mom, please don't. And she told all her friends she bought them all copies. 
werewolf smut. I published a werewolf fuck book, and mom gave it to all of her church friends. So don't tell the families anything is what I'm what I'm getting at here. Keep keep your private life and your family life separate. <laughs> That's the fourth separation you can have. Unless you're in the fourth separation. Then, then let Twitter find that person for you. I just got like compend- com- compartmentalizing your life. Like, I don't, I don't need, you know, my clients to know what I get up to. <laughs> I feel my Twitter, they find me dragging along their wedding song. I never name names. I never, they still know. But I never name names, so that's fine. So yeah, those are some bad tropes. We wish they were good. Is Are there any super common, like, so we did talk about a lot of tropes, but is there are there any tropes that are really common, like, these days specifically, that we've been seeing pop up more or still occur a lot that we're like, wait? Because I think a lot of them have either phased out or have changed a little bit. Because dramas have changed. Do you okay. consider, well, like, a trope, uh, like, um, knowing each other when they were young? Yeah, but then forgetting yeah. Or Stop coming back together and they're always, they they always have a connection because they faded each other out. Three, like, yeah. like it it could work if it's like if there's like a background where it's like they keep crossing paths and having a connection. That's the yeah. only way it works. But like if you look at something like um you know her private life or whatever, where it was just like suddenly she doesn't remember that they lived together and there was they a guy were lived with them for like a year like yeah like yeah that makes no fucking sense well, there like, was there was a traumatic event yeah too. i get i know there's a traumatic event but like and layer. also like just okay that whole back i'm gonna be honest that whole back <laughs> it story didn't was very, need to be there it didn't need to be there and it was very out of character for everyone involved in it yeah so, so you're just like Okay. Otherwise, the drama was A plus, but then there was that, and I was like, and it only lasted like one episode. It was like they just dealt with it for like half an episode, and then they were like, and we're done. And I was just like, what? (laughs) (laughs) What? Or like, you know, uh, Secretary Kim had the whole like, yeah, we were like, why? There was no that. Well, oh man, that was that was just fucked up, guys. Well. (laughs) That whole plot had, mess. You had that in conjunction with like the weird brother thing. Like, yeah, like yeah. there was too much going on. But like, you can have like you know, it could be done really well. Like you know, sort of like they keep crossing paths at like important junctures in their lives, and then eventually realize that like they're meant to be. That's that's a fun way of doing like, it. Like twelve like, nights. Somebody yeah. I know is. Is watching um uh while you were sleeping and yeah. she's like uh childhood trope and I was like no 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 wait for it yeah. this one makes sense this one this one's part of the plot like it's it's not just oh they they met as kids like no no you gotta keep yeah. going and she's like yeah but I already know they like and it was like no 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 oh, you think wait you know for it. like you it's, know. It, this is this is this one's good. You're gonna you're gonna like this one. You see, like you know, 
And I like when that happens because it sort of subverts your expectations when you're watching a show where you're like, oh, I think I know where this is going to go. And then it doesn't go where you think it's going to go. And you're like, oh, you're like, oh, oh, thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you, drama god, for giving me something new. It, it, what's kind of funny, what... though, is we, we've all become, like, highly aware of all the tropes. So mm-hmm. what's that Christmas movie that's coming out or is out already? The one, the one where I was like, oh, he's he he's totally a ghost. Oh, the one with Henry Golding. Oh. Yeah. We're like, yeah, he dead, he dead. <laughs> we're like done. From like, from like 30 seconds into the preview, we're like, oh, so he's dead. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Move on. Cool, 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 cool. Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, another one that is, uh, this is more specific to BL dramas, and it just fucking drives me nuts, is I'm only gay for this one person. And I'm like, okay, like, it's not really, I don't think that's how it works, but, but okay, like, I think you're probably just a little bit gay. Well, it's just like, okay. it also stems into that thing where, like, there's not level or different sexuality. So it's yeah. like, you could just be like pan or like, like, yeah. like, like. Why does it have to just be gay or not? Like, yeah. I think that's the, like, biggest issue with that. Yeah, like, where, where it's just like, it's like, I have never found any other man remotely attractive, ever. No part of them. Nothing. But you? Come yeah. here. Give me the D. Like, no! Like, what? you probably have found other men attractive, just did not admit it to yourself, and that's okay! Like, it's, complex. Yeah. The racism trope, too, right? Like, where... Um, in Western drama, where somebody's super racist until they meet the right black person, right? Yeah, and you're like, like, okay, no, like that's not, not this one black, black person. Nice black people in their lives, they're just a racist. Like, it's yeah, it's not it's how like, you can. It's like, and it's also not up to this like one black person to show you that racism is bad. Like, which is, which is sort of like the problem I have right now with Tharn type, where it's like the main character. Okay, like it makes sense like you can understand his motivations for why he's a dick to gay people like you don't have to agree with them but like he was molested as a child by by a man and so he's like it's grown into like he hates gay people even though like he doesn't hate gay people because he meets lots of gay people and is friends with them until he finds out that they're gay and then he hates them but then he falls in love with a man but like they're sort of treating it like it's his boyfriend's job to like cure him like gay people aren't bad it's like no like it's really not his job (laughs) and flip side of that no one should be in a relationship with someone like that like the other character you should never choose to be with someone like this this show is the most problematic show i have ever watched in my life i don't know why i like it so much but like the 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 character who's like out and gay like the boyfriend darn is like the nicest dude too and like puts all the effort in and Mm. you're just like why why this guy does not deserve this level of, like, kindness and affection that you are granting him. Like, he's like, I want you to be my parents. Like, I want us to move in together. I want us to be in love. And the other guy's like, okay, like, I guess we fucking. And you're just like, no, like, this is a very unbalanced relationship. Why do I like this show? Why? Why do I like it? It's like, oh, wait, I remember. Muse hands. <laughs> it's the, the, hand the, thing. The, the main character's hands are... 
Whew. Oh, ladies. They're too much. They're too much for old Natalia. I just... Where's these thumb rings to... Oh. I was thinking, Sky, you asked earlier about tropes that seem to be getting phased out or changed. And I think a big one is the, um, like, the glass of water, the throwing water in somebody's face. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't seem to happen as much. And when it does, it's very specific. Like, mm-hmm. the girl sits down and she hands the mother-in-law the glass of water. Can we just get it over yeah. with? Because I know how this scene goes. Like, it's, yeah, they're recognizing it. Or it's always, like, she ducks and they get the person behind them. Yeah. Or they, mm-hmm. like, it's never just the big dramatic soap opera splash the water in the face. Or, or, like, or like the mother-in-law will go to throw the water and then the other girl grabs it and throws it like, you know, throws it first. And then she's like, oh! <laughs> you know, like, shit like that. Like, I like stuff like that where it's just sort of like... So like I've seen I'm one not. recently where like the guy is sitting there and he just keeps grabbing the water and like chugging it back, like drinking it. And then they put his mother in his mother another glass and he drinks it again because he's like <laughs> keeps drinking the glasses to, like stop. See that sort of stuff is good, right? Like that's yeah. I like when they take trope and they recognize this is a trope mm-hmm. and yeah. we're setting you up and then we're gonna stop it. Like yeah. we're gonna turn it on its head and I like that. Do you think it's more common for larger production shows and whatever to be better at that than the smaller ones? No, I think it's actually like the smaller productions that have a bit more freedom, like from the smaller channels and stuff, because they're not uh, like, so the tropes are there for a reason, right? Like it's like people recognize Mm -hmm. them and enjoy them. So like the bigger shows, like on the, on the main three networks would be more entrenched in sort of this traditional style of storytelling because they're, you know, have more scrutiny um, and more like censorship. uh, I think also like the, like more executives that would just push for that, like push for more like what they know, you know, what like it will work. So do it that way. Yeah. As opposed to having a little bit more independence in it. Yeah. So whereas like, you know, on like the, the cable networks or like the web shows or the smaller shows, like usually they have more freedom to do things because they're not expecting, they're not as entrenched in getting the ratings because they're not going to get them no matter how good the show is because they're on like a four pay network as versus a, like a, you know, mm-hmm free network but i think the flip side of that would be so like let's say for web dramas or similarly very tiny Mm -hmm. tiny budget shows um so you're probably not getting you're sometimes not getting very quality writing and so you you might end up taking those shortcuts more Mm -hmm. because you're not working with quite as much as you would Mm -hmm. if you were a bigger production so that's kind of what i was thinking too like oh so you're thinking like really small production we were going like mid-sized production well i mean you you had mentioned web dramas and stuff so i mean Mm -hmm. i'm i I, like i understand like executive wise i would think the ones that the big production companies would you know be more pushy to their writers Mm -hmm. about exactly what they want stick this in it so like you got that but if you're talking tiny or you're just talking small enough budget that your writing staff is maybe not marvelous or new young um you're probably going to fall back on the tropes more. Mm. Like web dramas. Like you're going you're going to see yeah. more tropes. Yeah. I mean, it's a problem in any 
entertainment, you know, in every yeah. yeah. country. Every, we all have tropes, you know, and then yeah. we still do them, even though, like, people are like, oh, man, this is, like, the worst. It still happens, you know? Yeah. It's kind of one of those things, like, yeah. even though it's the worst, people do tend Enjoy to like, it. It, there's like also, that there's familiarity. Yeah, there's something comforting about them, like, something, you know, nostalgic about them being like, ah, yes, it makes sort of the viewer feel in tune with what's happening. They're like, aha, like, I know what's going on. I, I feel smart. I <laughs> yeah. am enjoying being smarter than the show. Like, well, it would be really tough to not have any type of trope whatsoever in something. Like, well, it would be impossible, but. Because it, it even boils down to, like, nice protagonist and mean villain like i mean yeah. you're eventually yeah. gonna run into something broad that like it's yeah. gonna fit into that framework it's like you know man goes on journey that's the you know, that's <laughs> for almost every show so you gotta you know man is in non-gender specific individual main character goes on journey either of a personal or external manner is the plot of literally anything you watch <laughs> so so we got really serious man oh boy we just, we just wanted to be chaotic but yet we went we got all in depth and shit i mean we really are chaotic it just we go chaotic in our chaoticness as well I guess. <laughs> you really can't, like, pin us down. I'm sorry, guys, who, everyone who's, like, listening to us. See, wow. That's we're, we don't fall back on our own tropes. You never know where we're going. We're going all over the place. Because we don't know where we're going. <laughs> yeah, in order to write a trope, you have to understand your story. And right now, we don't understand anything. Nope. <laughs> we're, just, we're just out here having a good time. <laughs> I guess. I think you're here for the fun. But uh, this has been another episode of the Certified Nunas, uh, part of the end of the year retrospective, uh, where we talked about dramas that surprised us and tropes we wish would die with the year or be changed in some way. Anyway, we hope that you have a great week and enjoyed listening to us. Uh, you can listen to us wherever you listen to us now, but if you want to mix it up, we're on YouTube. We're on Spotify. We are on Apple iTunes. We're on Google Play. We're on Stitcher. We're on Podbean. You can actually just go to our website, certifiednews.com. All the episodes will be there with all the show notes and all the time codes and everything like that because Jessie is amazing and she writes them all down for us when she's editing and she's just the best. Uh, we also have a coffee if you want to support us. ko-fi.com to certified Nunas. You can go and get some fun behind the scenes stuff and help us keep this podcast going. Yeah, we love we love all our coffee. <laughs> they're, they're great. My husband's one. Beth, there's Beth. There's Kathy. There's someone new. We have a good time. We have a good time on coffee. We have a good time with all y'all. And you can follow us on Twitter at Certified News. We're also on Instagram at Certified News. We're on Facebook, sort of, I guess. We're on Facebook. We're on Facebook. We're on Tumblr. We're on the social meds. You know, we do what we do. Anyway, we, uh, we'd we love to hear from people. So let us know what you thought of the episode over on Twitter because we live there. Um, that's our hometown. Our hometown is Twitter.com. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we hope you have a great week and keep watching dramas. All right.